All right, PKA, or I'm sorry, PKN episode 151. Kyle, I have a question for you. It, it popped into my head when we were talking. Kyle was telling a story about uh, being an uh, automotive salesman and how he would sort of pre-clear people. So my question is this. Sometimes when I go to a car dealership, I give them a, uh, and it's a sort of an am I the asshole? I give them a, you know what? Don't waste your time. I am only looking. Move, I don't say move it on with the, the hand signs and everything, but, it, you know, it, like, hey, I would rather look on my own. Am I an asshole for doing no. that? I, so the, 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 there's just a protocol that you should be aware of because, okay. like, like, the salesman isn't always – he's not just, like, come hunting you down. He's more like an attack dog with a master. Um, if, if, they were, if you were to be walking out there unattended, for example, mm -hmm. someone higher up would be like, what the fuck is this? What is that guy doing out there with those board shorts looking at the trucks all by himself? Who's going to tell him about the torque? Not you. Nobody here wants to work, apparently. Go home. Like, like something <laughs> like that might fucking happen to you. So, like, what would be better is if you could be, like, if you could take his card. Because um, then, like, like it, he's claimed you uh -huh. and you're his. Um, but, but, but what you don't want to be is, like, the chick who's just milling around the party, like, scantily clad around a bunch of single guys. You want to pick a guy. It's like prison. You know, you, you want to you want to be somebody's bitch. You want to be holding somebody's pocket you while you're in there. Otherwise, I, I don't know that I want any of that. Who are you looking for? <laughs> you have to. <laughs> if you want to be like, 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 if you want to be like perfect, um, mm -hmm. like when he approached you, I, I would say what, you know, say what you said. Like, I just want to look by myself. I'm really kind of just like window shopping, but I'll take your card. And if I find anything of interest, you'll be the one I I come looking for. And yeah, and they cost you the same way they do. Like, I'm sure you've all been to Nordstrom where you, you might just Long be time. walking around looking at jeans or something, and you can always see out of the corner of your eye the dude, the very well-dressed dude, and it's like, oh, the only reason someone's that well-dressed right now on a Tuesday afternoon in Nordstrom is because they're trying to sell that outfit right today, and it's probably like $700 jeans or something, but they always come over, and you have to be like, oh, no, 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 I, I'm an adult. I can pick my own clothes out. <laughs> oh, no, um, fuck that. I liked, like, like um, where was I at? Bloomingdale's. I was at Bloomingdale's, and uh, there was a very pretty lady in the uh there and i was like oh hook me up like like you can be my personal like fucking fashion uh assistant for the day well, i've never care. gotten Let's a pretty go. girl it's always usually <laughs> oh. like a live gay uh oh, i'm down with uh, that guy no, that, like so last time i went clothes shopping by myself it was right after i did that new york thing i think it was called like digitrends or something but all these guys were dressed like justin bieber and i don't think much of justin bieber's clothes on a daily basis but when I find myself dressed appropriately for like mowing the yard and everyone else dressed like pop stars, the difference popped. Like their hair was perfect, their clothes were fitted, their shoes were like high end. So I don't know. Someone chose those shoes with fashioned in mind. And uh, so I, I, I had to go out and, and just have a look that I could do better with. You know, next time I'm going to see fans or whatever, like in, in some environment like that, I need to be able to look better than, than my regular Woody's Gamer shorts. And the guy that helped me, I think he, if he wasn't gay, he could pass for gay. And, uh, and he was just what I needed. You know, he's helping me pick shoes. I wouldn't have thought that. I had special socks for those shoes that, that looked like I had no socks on, but I really had socks on. They were just super short. And... Uh, I don't know. Everything was fitted in. And I would wear that, like, even at the airport, the check-in ladies for United are like, you look good. And I'm like, man, like, that gay guy knows how to hook a guy up. <laughs> so, man, the check-in ladies at United. Yeah, right? <laughs> didn't hit me. She That's complimented me. That's class right there. <laughs> but no, That's it, one step up from TSA. <laughs> you get, like, a random compliment from someone who 
who sees hey, the people all day. The janitor at the gas station said these jeans look great on me. Yeah, that would mean, dude, guys don't get compliments. Or maybe other guys do, but I don't get many compliments. I'm not like, you know, yeah. a girl looks nice, she'll get complimented all day. A guy looks nice, no one says shit. So when someone actually does, it sinks in. And, uh, yeah. You just got to be careful with it because it's like I've, do- I've gotten help before with clothes to where they're like, oh, and you look really good in this uh, this dark navy blazer or something. You're like, oh, yeah, you're right. This I could wear this with anything. I'd look really good. Like, oh, yeah, and you want this this like uh, pink shirt under it. It's like, well, it's maybe like tone it back. He's like, yeah, 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 like a light blue shirt. And you Damn. also want this like summer scarf. And it's like, ah, oh, now you've got me. <laughs> now, now you're just Here, trying to ornamentalize me. <laughs> no, yeah, no, do I need to there. get my ears pierced too? <laughs> <laughs> just a nose ring. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I hear. Another thing though, um, and and Taylor, I don't think maybe is there yet. But when you're forty, like I've been far enough removed from people who are fashionable that I need a tour guide now. You know, I, 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 whatever. Like if I'm trying to look nice. The things that I think look nice. I saw this, um, a picture of like the NBA draft from 2002 and the NBA draft now. Now that's not a fair, that's not what you want to be getting fashion advice from. Those guys are peacocking. That's true. That is true, right? But the the current guys were all in these slim fitted nice suits and the NBA guys from like 2002 or whatever it was were in these gigantic like costumes almost. Yeah. And uh, like like a salmon colored Armani suit yeah. with with yeah. like with like giant gator boots and a and a and a, and a, and a hat <laughs> with a feather coming out of it. Like yeah. I'm I'm going number of, three out of, out of everyone. Like, like, corn cob pipe or something I don't mean for to no be, reason. <laughs> I, I, it's not racist to just like black culture has a certain like. I, th- I feel like white guys, when they buy a suit, are just trying to conform. Like, oh, this is what a suit is supposed to be look like. I, I aspire to look like everyone else in the room when I get there. Sometimes black guys are looking for costumes. You know, if you see a, sh- a suit in the color plum. <laughs> that's a church suit. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a black that's church a... suit. That guy is a deacon. Like, like, like <laughs> if you look on the inside of those plum uh, suit jackets, I guarantee they say fucking, like, deacon. Like, that's okay. the fucking... Uh, like that, those are the only people who wear those. It depends what you're wearing the suit for, right? I would argue that mm-hmm. black guys and white guys get similar suits for similar tasks, and and and, and like like they they dress similar for a white collar job. I would I yeah, would like imagine. if they oh, were an sure, accountant. Sure. And some they white wouldn't... guys definitely have style. Like, but like if you go into a party, then I, I think the, the the peacocking can be almost like cosplay, right? You know. It, oh, over in the black community. Is this there's bad? a lot of this different styles. Just... No, this isn't bad. No, no, there's, 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 <laughs> very there's, sensitive. It, it, I, I think I, some black people definitely have a very flamboyant uh, style. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, you know, every, and they, in different ways. Like sometimes I see guys who have like, like a complete matching suit. Like it, it's like if everything matches, that's cooler. I never really understood that. That always looked tacky to me. It, it, it reminds me of like the early 90s when you'd have like a wind, like a track suit where the top would match, the bottom would match, the headband, and you'd like have the knee socks that matched. It's like, no, like you can't have the sneakers matching your headband and everything. It's too much, too much <laughs> matching. I, I, what I think looks good, and I think it still does, like, like picture Dockers with like a, a button down shirt and another shirt under it that allows you to button down the, the button down, like an extra one. You know? like, you're talking about like khaki dockers? Yeah. Like a charcoal mm-hmm. pant. If I'm going to wear like a, like, a, like a dress pant, like, like charcoal or darker, uh, not navy. I don't care for navy or olive or anything like that. And, uh, and not khaki Don't wear ever. just khakis? Not a big fan of khaki, no. I don't think it looks nice. 
Oh, I think it. I think it looks a certain way that I don't care for. I don't know. I, it, it reminds me of Office Space. Like when I see khakis, it's not the person like a, you want to be. No, it's not. I never wore khakis, but but when I picture khakis, I picture like a blue button up and like a fucking seven dollar Nordstrom tie, and it's just like it's like a slave uniform. Can we look at this picture? Yeah. So this is Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell, probably twenty years ago, right? Yeah. This is not a look for today. My <laughs> sense of style is frozen. It, at that, that is what I look like in high school with worse nice. hair and uh, frosted tips. No, no, I never frosted my tip. But I would get a ton of sun as a surfer and like an outdoor yeah. guy. So I've seen the pics. You were dark. <laughs> um, at times, it would be pretty light, especially towards the end. But that to me looks good. I recognize. Well, there's nothing not... wrong with what he's got. What's, what? It, there's nothing wrong with the idea of what he's got. No, it does look like it would, no. It... What he's wearing right there is bad because he looks like one of those like characters that would be in a Spanish textbook, like right he next does. to the, the like, vowels like, and because there's like no brands on his clothes. Like, that's, like that's you know those clothes they right wear where it's him. like, it's suspicious how the there's no brands. Where you're like, <laughs> every clothes has like a brand or a letter or something on there. Like what the yeah, fuck but what you I'm get? getting at is like the button up but with, a, with a button up, with two buttons open and a, and a shirt underneath it is a good look. You just have to have a different cut of button up. That's like a denim open, like lazy kind of thing that isn't fitted at all and kind of hangs even on this muscular young man. And, and his tee is also high on the neck. It, and it, I, you know, that, I want some kind of graphic tee under there. So I prefer the non-graphic tee. And I'm not saying I'm right. I'm saying I'm well, frozen. When I say graphic tee, I just want, I don't want it to be a plain, just flat color. I want, I want some shit going on that you can see. Yeah, my, I, I like the opposite. And uh, also that tee is not like a white undershirt that's a that's a tee you could wear on its own and it's yes, exactly and, yeah and I, and I like that about it that look to me that we're seeing here and it, i don't know how to describe it for people listening to the audio only version but it's a it's a denim shirt with a green t-shirt under yeah. it and he's unbuttoned what i would call three buttons there's the very it's neck a long one sleeve and collared shirt and like, then just a green t-shirt under it i don't like I like if when i wear collared shirts like that i don't Unless it's a white collared shirt and I'm like wearing a suit or something, mm -hmm. then I'll wear just a white T-shirt under it and undershirt, so it doesn't like you don't see skin. But regular Oxfords like that, like long sleeve dress shirts, I know I don't wear any undershirts. Like I just the I but I only leave the, the top one the undershirts. Exactly, you would have to button it much higher, and um, yeah, I don't you just leave the top one unbuttoned, and then you it's if you get it fitted, <clears> you look better anyway. I wonder because that old big style I is kind of wear an out undershirt one hundred percent of the time. And uh, and I'd prefer it to be colored. I, I I definitely I don't own any undershirts that are just like white undershirts. I don't I've never owned a wife beater in my life. So yeah, me neither. I, I wonder if you guys, when you fast forward whatever ten fifteen years, um, will be able to like pin down a like yeah you know what what looks good to me is a fitted shirt you know like it it ties in it shows your body you've got a V like a guy's supposed to like I'm still stuck in. Like properly fitting clothing, but today everyone's yeah, parachute wearing parachute pants are back. Yeah, yeah bell bottom parachute pants with the uh, ascots and those yeah. fucking French paye hats. I don't know what yeah. they're called. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I'm not really trying to tra say trendy or anything, but I, I think I got my own like particular style, and I, I think I've figured out how to dress myself at this point in life. Um, but but I that evolves really over simply. time. I, I buy new and different things. My jean, the cut of my jeans has changed. Like three fucking times over the last 10 years or so 90 yeah that does change a lot i buy a like, lot fewer um i buy a lot fewer t-shirts and a lot more polos and buttons button-ups i've always liked button-ups i've got a lot of button-ups 90 percent. do you of still time, have any uh, any jean well. co jeans I, I wear a t-shirt a lot 
And uh, I wear cargo shorts a lot. I know they're not in fashion, but I, I like them. And, uh, yeah. I, yeah, that's, that's one of those things that people hate on. Like, you could talk to somebody who self-admittedly knows nothing about fashion, and if you bring up cargo shorts, they'll be like, ugh, well, I know enough not to do that. <laughs> you know, or, like, yeah. I don't know why it is, because they're like, they are handy. I'll tell you <laughs> what. Uh, if you wear a paramotor, the pocket, the, the clips for your legs go right across your pockets, and it's super great to be able to, like, take your keys, put them in the cargo pockets, and now you don't have, like, an uncomfortable they make cargo painful. pants, though. That's, that's my argument against that. Is they make the cargo pant. It's, uh -huh. It is the cargo short, except they just keep going. But, but they're much hotter. <laughs> well, they're usually a very light canvas-like material. Uh, I'm a big fan. I, I like cargo pants. I really dig the pockets. More pockets, the better. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I like jackets with pockets. Like, like I, oh, yeah. Like, like almost all my jackets have like this, these cool little pockets on the inside that a mm -hmm. pistol can fit in. And I, I like to, you know, like, like there's like knives and flashlights in there if I'm going to actually go do a thing. It's a... Uh, your like air pocket. conditioner must be rocking because you wear a coat all summer yeah. long. It's 70. I keep it on sev about 71 uh, upstairs, like when it's really hot. Um, but down here, because it's the basement, like it's really easy to it oh, just stays at like 71 or 72 with like a little help from the AC. But there's two separate AC things. There's one for upstairs and down. But okay. but yeah, it's cold down here. I like it cold. Our at pools? night, oh. like, like, I, like, like even in the summer, like I, I want to have to like, <sighs> like, like get my blanket. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with you there with the blanket thing. Like if it's not, when my AC went out a few weeks, a month ago or whatever, like I still had to sleep partially under a blanket because there's just something about it. Like I, even if it's just like you leave my legs out totally and I just like cover my midsection with a blanket, and like take my hands out. Like there's something psychological about sleeping under a blanket that if I don't have it, it's like I, I just don't feel yeah sleepy. Like I don't get feel like I can on truly high. get snuggly. I want and the fan so loud I can good. hear it. Yeah, I want to feel like I'm beating the cold. So I have, I think it's like 67 degrees in here right now. And so when I go to bed, I like to feel like, oh, yeah, like I'm winning. Winning 67? the battle. It's so fucking humid yeah. outside that like literally, I'm not exaggerating, like all of my windows have like, like this layer of moisture on the outside of them just constantly. You can't see out the windows. We have that in the morning. <laughs> I, 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 maybe I'm cheap, but like I, 72 is as cold as our thermostats are set. My wife will sometimes take it to 70, but I don't fuss too much because, you know, they automatically reset a few hours later. If she puts it at 69 or less, it's like, what are you doing? What are you? You know you pushed it too far. We've talked about this before. And it, it's, I don't even know if that's it's probably not even that much money. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. I just feel like I should be like I'm wasting I mean money. You can look into. House, you can find out exactly what it is. I, I mean, you're you know, you just look up your AC unit. It's there's got a. It's got the number on the outside, right? And just do the math. And I bet it's like, oh shit, for seventy more cents every eight <laughs> I hours. Probably could. It, 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 there's four <laughs> zones in this house, so like they're not all down. But you know, if one it's zone's at seventy and then next to it it's at seventy-seven, that one at seventy-seven probably runs less because all that seventy-degree air is flowing in there. Yeah. You know. What I do do is like there's two or three. Yeah, there's two or three rooms that, that I, I shut off and I don't run any air, AC to those because there's no point. Like no one's in there. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, so, so I definitely do that. It seems silly to AC a room that just has stuff in it. You know, people. Yeah, we don't have any yeah. rooms that are totally off. But anyway. Oh, my pool's almost done. Kind of. We're swimming in it. The filter runs. Nice. All it needs is a fence. Uh, the... the it turns out the rock starts now like two inches under the dirt. 
So they need to get a jackhammer out there and, and put the fence posts in. But uh, it's nice. I, I um, I'm so did wired. you do some swimming today? I did. Yeah, last three days it's been open, so we've been swimming. Yeah, yeah but it, it was a little chilly at first. No, the water is like eighty-seven. See, 85. that's what I was thinking. Nice. <laughs> I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I was like, you know, I, I don't think that the, the the pool, you know, the cold water going is gonna be an issue because I've I've gotten in pools that have been filled like instantly, and like the next day, as kids, we didn't give a fuck, so we uh -huh. get in and be like, <laughs> yeah, it's fun, splash, splash. <laughs> but but like the next day, for sure, after a full day of summer heat, it, it gets pretty nice. It turns out they filled it with. I want to say warm water. It wasn't like exceptionally warm or anything, but it was like 80 something when they filled it. Oh, did you like order a truck? Three. Yeah. Oh, so it was like heating up in the truck all day, you would think. So like kind yeah. of warming. I think the source was kind of warm wherever it was city water and it was already, I don't know what the deal is, huh. but um, so it was already chlorinated and it was good. What'd you say? Hope so. Sewer water. They just gave you like fat. <laughs> no, it, it, was, yeah. it, was, it was like already yeah, chlorinated. Yeah, the guy made the big stink water. about the internet line. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, didn't Randy lose his job over that with the union? I hope. Uh huh. Send him Jose. that shit water. <laughs> now I know what to do with those three trucks from Flint. Send him over there. Yeah. <laughs> and then we ran the hose for like four or five hours too to like, you know, whatever, fill the gap. But yeah, it's nice. The PK subreddit went wild hating on my pool. There were 70 comments and like 68 <laughs> of them were hating on my pool. What were they saying? They all said, what were they, what were they hating on? I don't understand. By and large, they said it was really small. I looked at the picture and I don't know where they're coming from. Like, it's not that small. It's 24,000 gallons. Um, I didn't know there was a and uh, yeah, there's a picture and they're like, the water feature is tiny. My son is hanging on the water picture. I don't know if they see him. But it's like, I don't know, like, it, 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 he can hardly reach the top. I don't know. It's not giant or anything, but I'm like, I don't know why, like, this, they'd call it out as small. And they're huh. like, you know, I pictured Woody's pool to be this big. And I looked at it, and it's roughly a pool the same size as mine. And I'm like, I don't, what are you guys seeing when you look at this? I don't understand. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. But they just, they, they were, like, for some reason. What did they, like, imagine when, they, when you said rock structure? I think because they like were looking it, for like a full-on 16-foot-tall Playboy Mansion type thing. It's like a full lagoon, like yeah. of stones that they brought in and like set and mason workers and stuff. <laughs> All I, good things for kids to jump off from of. Madagascar. I looked at a bigger, um, like the first thing we did, we were looking, we went to like their showroom and we're like, well, how much is this thing? And the rock structure was like six feet tall and maybe six feet wide. And they're like, oh, that is, there's actually a lot of a lot of cement in that. That's twenty two thousand dollars. I was like, you know, no, like that's a lot. At twenty two grand, like the, it was oh, really kind of running sculpture at all. That sounds awful. Like, like I, I would think the cheap way to do that would be to get like the kind of guys who make fireplaces, because they do that for like a few grand, and those things are massive. You know, it's like mm. eight feet wide and fifteen Maybe. feet tall. Well, we ended yeah, up but they don't do like plumbing up in there and stuff. Yeah, you got you got the you know the the, the fireplace, for, you know the hole and the. I'll, it does need to be made of a certain material. Like <laughs> oh, not any rock will do because it, it'll erode and stuff. So it, it needs to be like particularly resistant. We ended up getting a, a water feature kit, you know, that they put in and whatever. And uh, but we're really happy. Like I was starting to say, I, it's my nature to like second guess every decision, especially the bigger ones. And I'm like, I really like the shape of this pool. I think cock and balls is just what we were looking for. Um, I really like the size of it, the depth of it, the color that we picked, everything. Um, I, I don't know that. Well, I'd who change. fucking cares? Like so they're, they're not coming over to swim. 
from Woody, the owner, and <laughs> thumbs down. From yeah. Now and I will 68 say, out of 70 that? thumbs down from the comment. But like, they're not going <laughs> to yeah. come over to swim. And if they <laughs> no. did come over to swim, they would show up and they'd be like, oh, I love your pool. You have a lovely backyard. No one would show up at your house and that go, won't happen. look at this. Bitch pool. I'm uninviting I'm everybody from the comment thread in there. <laughs> they can't come anymore. Like, we didn't want to stand in line anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, uh, yeah, I, I, let me see if I can... Uh, How's someone going to climb up on top of, then subsequently slip, fall, and get hurt on a rock structure that's small? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like four feet tall. Like, you can jump off of it and stuff. It, it's, um, but yeah. a diving board? No, we didn't do a diving board. Um... Diving board brings, well, one, it's an insurance thing. It gets really expensive. And two, it has a lot of impact on how the pool is shaped and how far out the deep end goes and stuff like that. And uh, They should was, make like a, a temporary diving board so you could be like, <laughs> and like, and like flip out. Like, remember the old, in the old movies how people's beds would be like folded against the wall because nobody had enough floor space to actually have a real bedroom? And they'd like pull the bed off the wall like that, but for a diving board. I did all this research when I bought the pool. And I was like, I'm trying to buy my second pool first, you know, learn from everybody else. As I made threads on Reddit, I read all these forums and stuff. And everyone was like, the shallow end is where you hang out. Like everyone thinks deep end, deep end, deep end. But then when they go to use the pool, they all go to the shallow end and have a drink and just, you know, mill around. They don't like treading water. And, uh... I forget so the depth of it. They, like they don't, they don't need to go eight feet. It isn't warm enough. Whatever. So we went six and a half. I don't know. I, I made all these decisions based on a ton of research. It seems to work out well. So anyway, we got the pool. We're very excited about it. We're digging it. I don't think pool talk is nice. something we need to do very much of. But well, that's no, good. Glad you finally got it done, and you got at least like two months left to swim time. Uh, so that's good. Well, this is North Carolina. Or six it's weeks. July now. Yeah, swim I, on deep into October. Yeah, I would think so. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I like, like, like October mm -hmm. here's fucking hot. I can remember so many Halloweens <laughs> it can be that, too that hot. it was like, it was like, no, I will not be fucking Chewbacca. Do you want me to die out there, mother? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I'm gonna be Peter Pan or some shit. Like, put fucking something light. Like, Jesus. Yeah, you won't need to hot. winterize the pool before November. That's for sure. Maybe in November. You know what the four kids always dressed up for as for Halloween? Hunters. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yep, yep. That was uh, that's pretty funny because I remember the quote, poor kids being the ones who just like would wear a sports jersey and like a shitty football Tom helmet Brady. or something. Like, yeah, oh, you were look Tom at me. Brady I'm last week. Yeah, I, I'm Kurt Warner. And <laughs> it was like, yeah, you and every other kid on this fucking block is Kurt Warner this year. But yeah, that was a good. What, what was pirate? That was another poor costume because you could worst. do it. I am. I, um, so. It wasn't that I was too poor for a costume. It was that I wasn't going to, I thought I outgrew trick or treating. That was my theory. And I was, you know, freshman in high school or eighth grade or something like that. We just weren't going to walk from house to house anymore. But then some friends invited me and they're like, Hey Woody, we're all going out. Do you want to come? And I was like, hot. Yeah, I'm in. And, uh, I grabbed a backpack and I went as a student <laughs> and all the adults hated it. They were like, that's not a costume. Some, they begrudgingly gave me candy. I would have not given you candy. One or two no. even refused. No yeah. candy for you. No <laughs> effort. Yeah. Well, it was really last minute. Have a penny. Minute. Yeah. I was a pirate four years in a row. <laughs> uh, from, I think, like five to nine. You really got your money for that eye patch, eh? Yeah. From like five <laughs> to nine, I wanted to be a pirate. And then became a hockey player for a couple of years. And then eventually it... Yeah, like what he was saying, it was like, yeah, I, I guess I probably shouldn't do this anymore. So it became that like lazy teenager style thing where you're like, I know I'm only like 
14, but I'm like way too cool to be around everybody around here. And so you dress up as like fucking Justin Timberlake or something with your because everybody had their their fucked up, awful looking hair with the the tips, the 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 whitened tips, whatever that's called. Yeah, that's awesome. What would you be, Kyle? A hunter? Um, I don't remember to be. Oh, I remember dressing up as like Elvis one year. Uh, I had like a leather jacket and a white T-shirt, and they like, rolled the sleeves up, and we put real packs of cigarettes under the sleeves. Uh, this is like second grade. Nobody gave a fuck. You know? it was, it was different different time. Um, uh, and, it's not like uh, you were smoking them. You know? <laughs> yeah, right? I, there I'll weren't any in know, the pack. It was an empty pack. Two anyway. cigs for a little um, extra candy, Mrs. Smith. You know? <laughs> I, was, uh, I was Lumiere one year from the fucking... No um, way! For Beauty and the Beast! You I had candles? Yeah, for Beauty and the Beast. I had the candles on my hand. Uh, my, <laughs> we, we stayed up like, like I had these yellow jogging one. pants, and uh, my, my whole top was a cylinder. And uh, my face was painted, and each of my hands had like candle sticks on them. Did your mom hands. make this? Yeah. Oh yeah. That sounds like a, an act of love right there. Like that's a, that's a dressing up your I little mean, boy's Lumiere. You know, well, my friend was clockwork, so had to. That's yeah. It cool. wouldn't have made sense. <laughs> you feel <laughs> like shit. You feel like shit. And then it, and then like the I remember like they made Chad the Beast, and uh, they painted his face really shitty. And uh, and then I remember like Lindsay was uh, was was Belle. And uh, Lindsay was like, they should have made Arnold the Beast. Ha, ha, ha. Because Arnold's the only black kid in class. And then Arnold cried. Wow. Oh, poor Arnold. He's like, he didn't get to be anybody. He didn't get to be anybody. He was a hunter. (laughs) He was the backup beast. (laughs) (laughs) If if there's an issue, Dayev will contact you. We don't anticipate that happening. Please stay by the phone just in case. (laughs) You know, well, if not, we'll see you Monday. (laughs) Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I feel bad for Arnold. I just read today about sugar in the gas tank. Not as effective as you might guess. It will fuck your shit up, though. Like, like, like someone did that to Scott. Though. It, I don't think it's gonna like disable your vehicle, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's like, like a like an off switch. But like now you've got a car that has sugar in the gas tank, and I, I think what he had was it, it kept clogging the um, the fuel filter up, and like like he, he couldn't start the car at first. There would be mm-hmm. issues. That I don't remember. It, it, the truck ended up getting totaled because a second ex girlfriend came along with a bat. And really did in the outside. Like one X, like took care of the internals, and the, the second came around for the bat for the external. What did he do? Like, did he get, same thing? See a bit did of he get trouble or anything? Um, I, I he probably just loved them too much and and paid too much close uh, yeah, attention. Yeah, pr- women hate probably. that, right? He probably just lavished him, lavished them with gifts and love and attention and. Yeah, he probably fucked somebody else. <laughs> they also hate it's that. It's funny, though, like the little <laughs> standards we have that are different. Because if, like, if Kyle broke up with a girlfriend and three weeks later he told me, yeah, so I went back over to Samantha's house and I bashed up her Mini Cooper something good, smashed all the taillights, I ripped her flowers out of her front yard, oh, I, you know, threw a, threw a brick up against the front outrageous. door to make it sound like a really loud outrageous. knock, and then, I, and then I drove away. I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why would you do <laughs> yeah. that? Like, you're going to go to jail. But, like, <laughs> like, you're, like, if a woman does it, there's, like, some level of you're oh, supposed to passionate. be like, oh, well, she's just passionate, you know. But at the, at the end of the day, it's like, no, we're, we're, just holding, we're just holding this person to the standards of a child, lower than the standards of a child. If someone, if a three-year-old goes over to the fellow three-year-old and knocks their Lego tower over, you go, the fuck? You don't do that. You don't knock someone's hard work over because you're upset about something else. But if a woman smashes a car up, it's like, well, you know, she's passionate. You know, mm. uh, that, that time of the month is always a, a perspective Never issue. Never stick your dick um, crazy. You know, this yeah, just don't, uh, it, runs a risk. 
that's the thing. Don't stick your dick in crazy. It's a tacit blaming of the man for not being able to tell she was crazy before he fucked her. You know? Cause, and then also, he should take some blame. Because if you fuck someone that's so crazy that they're going to come destroy your car after you break up, like there, there had to be some he red flags. Want, he shouldn't take yeah. too much blame. I mean, she is actually the one that fucked up the car. Yeah, and that's not the first two ladies he's had like come back and, <laughs> and try to do some damage. Um, okay, well, if you're always the victim, you're likely the problem. So then, if he's yeah, everyone right? he meets, well, well is look, he, he's, his... he's a real man whore. Like, 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 he's just jumping around, like fucking all these ladies and telling them lies and stuff. I'm sure, but I just don't feel like that that deserves a, a, a physical retribution. Them to come back and mess his car up, you know? They should talk trash about him. That would be an appropriate level of retribution, I think. He treats them wrong. They tell other girls, he treated me wrong. He has a bad reputation now because of it, amongst the oh. people I can reach. You hear? Becky couldn't handle him. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I'm a lot more woman than Becky is. I'll show everyone. That's how it goes down every yeah, time. That's how it would go. It's, oh, that's Becky how it thought, goes every Becky, time. That stupid bitch Becky thought that she could fix him. <laughs> he needs a real woman if he's going to get fixed, and yeah. I could do it. Yep. And then, and then, and like six weeks next into thing that, you know, she's out in his in his yard with a baseball <laughs> bat in the dead of the night, fucking clobbering his fucking Silverado. <laughs> I, you have to be good looking for that to happen, because there was no line of women. Go, you know, like most people don't have twelve women. Like I'll fix some better than she could. Yeah, I, Scott does pretty well. I think he looks like a uh, white trash Justin Timberlake. Um, mm. but but it seems like um he, he doesn't really have any issues. Um. And he's aggressive about about going out and, and looking for these women too. It's, he's not just sitting around having these women women fall into his lap. He's going out there and putting the miles in. He's putting those feet to the pavement. He's out in like honky tonks and bars and clubs. He's traveling around multiple cities. Like he's he's collecting uh, like lots of lots of potential attackers. There was a guy in my high school who did really lots of potential attackers. Potential. <laughs> there was a guy in my high school who did really well. And I once asked a girl like. What is it about him? His name is Scott. And uh, he was good looking, but not exceptionally so. Like, he, he wasn't really strong built. He was kind of thin. And uh, he had a space between his teeth, but otherwise attractive. And uh, she's like, I don't know. He just, he's cute. And he makes himself available. And, uh, you know, someone's going to say yes. And that's, that was his thing. He just kind of was flirty to every reasonable girl. And it seemed like any time someone would say yes. And that was the one he yeah. liked back. Yeah. He's got to be confident. Numbers you game. Know, that, if, he, if he, you know, talked in a weird way that, like, always hit his fucking upper teeth or something because he was self-conscious about his, his gap, he would have been getting no you pussy. Know, mm. I, he's this confident. Is a, this he's, is good. You know, this, is, this is an interesting, top, interesting topic because I started thinking about it. And it's like, yeah, I don't know anyone who, like, hasn't had a girlfriend or hasn't been able to get one. And I, I've known some repugnant motherfuckers. Like I talked about that. Yeah, a lot of uh, ugly women. Out there. I talked about that one individual who like had the deformities with his hands and like had uh -huh. like eight, seven or eight fingers total. And like his face was all like his face looked like, um, it had been like hardened and twisted. Like it was like, oh, there's a like Photoshop that. effect all, that does that. It, <laughs> yeah. It was like that, like hardened and then twisted a little and then permanently in that, like almost like a stroke victim, but it was, there was something else going on there. It was a, it was a deformity. Mm -hmm. Um, the guy's married. He's got two or three weird looking kids. I mean, that's a big fat <laughs> bitch. He got hooked up with, um, Wait, but, but, he but he's a couple, the he passed it on to his kids. I, I don't know. 
Okay. I, I don't. I, I just, no, just means the him. children aren't good looking. Not that they have. The I haven't seen those children. They could be freaks of nature. I would just <laughs> imagine. So, like, like I said, the guy freaks me out. I don't go around. Like, I've, I haven't seen that guy in ten years. I'm hoping the Photoshop out. spiral effect is on the recessive gene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, he's not a blood relative in any way. He is a like brother of someone who married into like a half sibling. So, like, oh, not I meant for his kids. He's a blood relative. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't have any of that twisted face syndrome. <laughs> nope. Totally clean in, in Kyle's family. <laughs> no twisted face syndrome in my family. A little diabetes, a little heart disease, no twisted Does face Scott syndrome. Does Scott still like his welding job, your cousin? He, uh, he, bought like a, he bought a half million dollar farm and, uh, and wow. then decided he didn't like it. And, um, and, and so now his dad is kind of saddled with that, um, sort of running that thing. Um, and Scott is now welding again. So I, I'm not sure what he's up to over there. Oh, he, he, so he abandoned the career. He was going to be a farmer for his career. Yeah, well, I, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of thing. Those things kind of, I don't think he realized how much work he was getting into. What he, he bought, um, he bought a, uh, an egg farm, and apparently you have to go in those things every day and, like, collect fucking eggs. Like, they're constantly, like, rapid-fire shitting out eggs, and you have to be in there, like, twice a day, maybe. I don't think that's how they and, make eggs. The, yeah, just right out of the chickens. <laughs> right under the, the cages, and then they collect them. And they have to go in there and collect all these eggs, mm-hmm. and then they have to, like, oh, this is a grade A egg. It goes in the blue bushel, and this is a grade B egg. It goes in the red bushel. And it, it apparently was a ton of fucking work and maintenance, and uh, I guess all he for eggs. And, yeah. and, and somehow he didn't do any research before he made, like, a half-million-dollar expenditure. Um, and now his father's an egg farmer? For the time being, it seems. But what can you parlay that into? Like, is that land, like, good land for crops or something that he was going to do? Or is this just a lot of land where he's going to have been, a lot of chickens? But he leased it back to, he leased the, uh, the, 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 like, good part of the land back to the guy he bought it from for a nominal fee for some reason. And so that guy is going to, like, grow, still continue to grow crops there. So, yeah. Oh, that doesn't make, well, I, I obviously don't know. I don't own a farm. Yeah, I've never like accidentally purchased one for half a million. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I, I mean it pays for itself. You know, it, it makes its own payment. It, it's it's there's there's a lot of gross money that gets made there, but there's not a lot of profit that's coming off the top to amount for the amount of hours that have to be put in, as well as the maintenance and upkeep that's ongoing. You know, like like it, it sounds like he really stepped in shit over there without without asking anybody on my side of the family who might have been able to advise him a little bit. Yeah, um, I would think that. There's error. some farming expertise over in your neck of the woods. Or, or maybe just common sense, you know? <laughs> you don't need yeah, farming that's, expertise. That's, like, that'd be like just going and buying a house after like a six-hour looking trip. <laughs> just being like, you know what? I've seen as much as I need to. You know, third time's the charm. This house is great. I'll take it. Like, you just, why would you do that? Do I'm actually thinking about getting that. a house. Are you? Yeah. Uh, what, are just, you, what are you looking for in a home? Um, would you like I'm it? So would you green. like? Uh, so would you like it a lot of land and maybe be out away from people, or would you rather have lots of facilities around you? I'd probably I'd rather have lots of facilities around me, like uh-huh. just in the, you know, not in the city, but close enough to the city I can do whatever I need to do, and I'm kind of centrally located. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's like looking around on all the internet sites and uh, real estate dot com or whatever. Like it's. It's confusing. It's complicated. And it's like, oh, man, these are, this is a big decision. Like, I really got to make sure I get this shit right. Like, I'm not sure if I want to purchase something like uh, like buy a townhome kind of thing or a condo to where I'm not responsible for maintenance and yet I'm still building equity 
or if I want to buy an actual home. But then if something happened or if I end up doing something with work that takes me out of town a lot or if I ever had to move, it would be like, oh, well, fuck. Like I kind of the townhome thing is interesting. I like, like I've had a few friends that that bought townhomes and or and or lived in them. One girl, it was just her father had bought it, and and now she gets a free house. But another guy was buying them and selling them over the course of several years at a profit. It seemed like he was always getting up into a nicer one somehow. Mm-hmm. But and and then one day I was like, his name was Hamid. He was from Morocco, um, and uh, he seemed like a real nice guy. And I went to his house one day to to his condo to like check this thing out. And I was like, wow, this is really spacious. And we go upstairs to like the second level of this thing and he had like six middle eastern guys in there sitting in their weird middle eastern underwear and you could like smell their like funky interesting middle eastern bo like it's different (laughs) and they were watching they were watching on television i'm not exactly sure what it was but it was one of those things where there's like a hundred thousand muslim parishioners all praying at the same time and they were all watching like it was the Oscars, and they were about to find out if, if like Leo was about to get the award. And there I am, like just fucking nineteen-year-old white dude, like, man, y- y'all aren't the nine eleven kind, are you? <laughs> that, that shit just happened. Like, 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 like <laughs> that shit just happens. <laughs> like, like it is fresh on everyone's minds. And I just remember going back to work and being like. You know that whole you see something, you say something thing. Well, well I'm saying something to you, Saul. So, uh, I was over at Hamid's house. <laughs> no, this is the Muslim Teen Choice Awards. Yeah. <laughs> it was bizarre. But, but yeah, I kind of like that idea uh, of those things and getting out on the maintenance. Um, you all, still pay for the maintenance, though. There's usually a maintenance fee. And mortgages yeah, don't go up, but maintenance fees it, do, right? which is a thing to think about. And it'll get done. Yeah, the, it will get the, uh, done. Like, I, I know a couple people who own condos. The way they've described how it works, at least in their situation, is, like, you pay, like, an extra 200 a month or 150 a month or some, some like, set-in-stone fee of, like, maintenance, whether or not you actually have to, you know, cash in that month or not on maintenance, and then they just take care. So it's, like, 1200 or 1400 yeah, a like year. That. Like, like, if it was 200 a month, though, like, like I would rather do that thing where like just, just fucking slide 150 bucks a month into your own savings account and be like, ah, oh, that's for when the AC explodes or that's for, for when, you know, but th- there'll be group costs in a townhouse like that, like that, maybe the entire oh, yeah. needs to be replaced. And you know, that's why there should be a group pool of money instead of like, that makes guy sense. That's cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they got to do it that way. I hadn't considered the group thing. She can't be like, you know, well, we can't fix that roof until you convince cheapo Joe, your neighbor that he, you need to fix the roof. And yeah. It's like, well, Jesus, like we need a roof. It's really leaking on Taylor's part, so Cheapo yeah. Joe <laughs> thinks the roof is okay. Yeah. You know, even though he'll be next, we can tell the roof is twenty-two years old. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. How long? I may they, just end up no, renting like, again. Even on the time you've been on the show, I want to say you've moved twice. Do you, do you think you're moving less now? Um, yeah, I'm moving less now. I just, I get the whole buying a house thing is such a real commitment of like this is where you're going to be living for a while like i don't yeah. anticipate wanting to move anywhere but it's still kind of a, an interesting decision of like yeah i've kind of decided the next five whatever whatever years i'm going to be here so yeah we'll see how it goes i may puss out or decide for some other reason that i, I should have to rent for another year or something but it's just a nicer place or something but my like my my needs are so low yeah. as a single man <laughs> like i'm looking at all these things like on the real estate sites and just being like, oh, wow, this has like a lot of features and look how much room it has. And then like I look around at my 
my possessions and i'm like i, I gotta get a lot more shit <laughs> like, like man i'm people are gonna walk into my house and be like oh you still moving in it's like no i've been here for like three months i just i don't know why i need more than one bowl you know <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing or just like like my i was thinking about it. i'm like yeah my kitchen table like i got uh six chairs at that that's pretty big that'll be okay you know oh Oh, that's a huge living room. Do I, do I have to sell my two couches now and buy three couches? Or buy one of those giant assembled ones that people have? But I'm, they're always uncomfortable. Those big, just giant corner ones, you know? Because, like, the, the back corner area is always useless. Because, like, the person has to, like, sit all the way back and have their, like, feet up like a child. Like, not hanging uh, down to the floor. You know what I'm talking about? Those sectionals. I got a sectional. I like it. I, I, it's, uh, it's disassembled right now. It's that big, ugly red one. Um, I, I like, like sectionals too. We don't have. Oh, well, we have one in the in one of the sunrooms, but in our living yeah. room, it's just a really. We have, our couch is super long. I don't know, like thirteen or fourteen feet long. Like it's really <laughs> that's long. an enormous couch. <laughs> yeah, two people could lay on it. Like you know how you lay on a couch and like it takes all the room. No, two people can lay with their heads on opposite sides, and, and it's okay. But uh, but it's not. I I don't even know. But the sectional I think of having is a turn. It is the connected. Yeah, like whatever. Um, I'm uh, I'm yeah. about to restart watching season six of Game of Thrones. Have you guys Ooh. done a restart on that yet? I know Kyle, you watch like the entire series yeah. before every yeah. new season, right? Yeah, uh, I'm about to start that. I, I need to find a way uh, to get HBO. I don't have HBO right now. I, oh, Chiz, uh, that's right. Chiz was telling me to get it on Sling. I need to do that. That's how I have it. I yeah, have an HBO login, but I don't even know it. I just can use it because. There's a person, I don't want to say his name because he doesn't know I'm using it, but he logged in on my computer once. And uh, my HBO login that a fan gave me had worn out. And I was like, ah, fuck. So I just start choosing like a random cable provider. And it's like, login is this guy? And I'm like, yeah. And it's saved <laughs> in like, uh, like the, my browser has it saved in its history. So I don't, it's like scrambled. Like I don't know the password, but I can use it. I just like mm. click OK. And that's, nice. that's the situation I'm in right now. I, and I feel bad because I, he logged in on my computer. I don't think he intended for me to keep logging in no, afterwards. No, he did not. I don't think so <laughs> But it works. And, and what's going to happen is you're going to get into that thing where like, he's going to be like, time for the Game of Thrones. He's going to like look left. He'll see his buddy Dave. Like He's dressed up as, as one of the characters. Look to the right. Another guy's dressed. They're all cosplaying as the characters. They go to press play. You have reached the maximum number of viewers for this program. Please try again later. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be... Oh, I knew it was. I, I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that when you get free stuff, like, even though you're like, not supposed to have it, but it's always, like, a little frustrating. You feel like something was taken from you when your free thing was taken away. Like, there have been times where I accidentally get, like, magazine subscriptions that someone else ordered, like, for, like... Because I guess people order fucking magazines for, like, three years subscriptions and then i move into someone else's old place and it's like oh i guess i just get guns and ammo and men's <laughs> fitness now and then i just like keep getting it and after like a few months like they stop coming you're like where the fuck is my men's fit oh, I, I didn't even buy that god damn it like oh, well, that sucks cheap shit you know couldn't, like, <laughs> can't, <laughs> can't keep me guns and ammo yeah <laughs> but yeah i started watching game of thrones but not season six i like kicked it back a little it's the season where um uh, Jamie Lannister jumps in the pit to save Brienne from a bear. Like that's oh, and uh, the Red Wedding yeah. happens. Like, like season three, season four, five. three maybe. I'm four? not sure. Somewhere around three, three and five. Three. 
but yeah, I'm gonna go back and watch everything, cram everything, and then I'll be a hundred percent. It's it's so hard to keep There's up. There's no way you're gonna be able to finish it in time. Maybe that, not. I, I, I have talking even really, to Kyle here. He can't this really, is so much man content, and it comes out in like it, it, it's two an weeks. enormous amount. Like, like what, there's six seasons out currently, right? Yeah, that's like there's sixty six, hours. Sixty hours. Yeah, that's that, you could do lot. that in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's that you, all you would be doing. Yeah. Like your whole life would be ah, Game of Thrones. I would just sleep, be just, eat. just showering. You, you work forty hours a week. <laughs> forty but hours a week is just that. nine to five and two days off. If Kyle doesn't take any days off, he could watch like nine to three for two weeks and be set. If you treat it like an actual job, for a <laughs> if, I, if I had someone to watch it with, I might actually be interested in that. Like if I had someone who was like thirsting for Game of Thrones and every because then I, I really enjoy that if I've got someone to watch with. And I can, it, it makes me be more attentive so that I can teach them as I go. He's a show tour guy. I, I like that. I've been. Yeah, I like being a, a show tour guy. I've taken a Kyle show tour once. It was uh, Trailer Park Boys. And it, it, it makes the show better. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. All, all of the like girls that I like watch TV shows with, I'm always like, um, I find out what their repertoire is. You know, like, what have you seen? What haven't you seen? And then I like go to the best show they've never seen. And we watch that. And, and, I, and I'm a tour guide for that. It's always a good time. Huh. That. That could be your Tinder profile. <laughs> you know? It is my Tinder profile. It's exactly what it says. <laughs> he just read says, it to us. Uh, let me be your tour guide. Uh, and it's you, like, winking, right? Yeah. Just like that. I, here, give me a little a, tongue. Am I a clickbaiter? We'll do. So I yes. uploaded a video today. Yes, you are. I saw it. I saw the video. It's clickbait. It, okay. <laughs> the title is. <laughs> what video? I. Uh, I, I flew right into it. I it says I think it says I crashed my paramotor right into oh. it. I'm gonna look. I crashed my paramotor right into it with three exclamation points because you use uh -huh. one or three. Two is stupid, and uh, <laughs> and the thumbnail is me crashing right into the pole of my windsock. And uh, sure enough, in the video, like one and a half minutes in, I launch. I don't know if I was target fixated or what, but I I I, right into it. I crashed right. I ran toward it. And I got maybe three feet in the air, smashed into it. It comes with me, right? So I flew like 20 feet and I'm like throw it away and kick it from the prop. And uh, I'm getting a lot of clickbait like accusations. And I'm like, man, the title is I crashed my paramotor right into it. 90 seconds into the video, well, I crashed my paramotor right into it. And there's a thumbnail of me crashing my paramotor right into it. How much do you need me to line this, like line it up for you? I think you're really slicing it thin there and oh, being go very on. literal with this. Uh, I don't think that if you were trying to be as accurate and, de and descriptive with as few words as possible, you would have used those same words. If you were trying to describe to an alien being what that video was going to be about, okay. you'd be like, oh, I, I, at one point, I, I fly into a small aluminum rod and it bumps me. It's fiberglass. But when I picture you crashing into something with the paramotor, uh -huh. then I picture your picture you and your whole rig hitting something at at least fifteen miles per hour. Oh, and I'm then going twenty-five. Stopping. Like you got to hit, like, but for there to be a crash mm -hmm. in my mind, I envision that once impact is made, we don't keep going because, like, when cars crash, it's like, and they're like, oh, fuck, we crashed, and we all got to get out and like dust ourselves off. But huh. this was more like when you hit a bug. You wouldn't say, yeah, I crashed right into that June bug. <laughs> there is a picture of the June bug in the thumbnail, though. So that's, you know, so that's, it's, I, I, oh, did I gild the lily a little bit? Like, yeah, maybe, I guess. 
Gilded uh, the lily. <laughs> but is that what that means? I um, I think it does. I don't think it means masturbation. I think it means yeah. To me, you know, you like not stretch the truth, but you know, decorated it a bit. And and then I I might have done that, but uh, I I just I feel like clickbait is like you know, Jenna Aniston naked. Is that even a person? What's her name? Jennifer Aniston naked? Question mark exclamation point question mark. Sure, her friends call her Jenna. (laughs) And then she's not (laughs) naked. Like that's clickbait, you know. When the thumbnail is not a thing that happens in the video, yeah, I see that sometimes. Like it's this perfect feminine form, like her butt or whatever. And then you watch the video, and that like doesn't even happen. that's clickbait. Yeah, that's what uh, back in the day. That's what Philip. I don't. I don't know if he still does it. That's what uh-huh. Philip DeFranco's thumbnails always were. It was like, uh, like some news story, something, something else, and then just like a big ass. And it's like, and it, and it I didn't so watch well. a lot of those videos, but usually it didn't have anything to do with the ass. <laughs> but the ass, but the ass was a good way to get those views. And so you know, more power to you. Yeah. Taylor, are you a little worried you're gonna lose the thumb? <laughs> no. No, no. Taylor cut himself last night, uh, right across two nights ago, two nights ago, right across the thumbprint of his thumb. And it looks pretty nasty. At first, I thought you sent me a picture of your penis because I because it like shows me a preview on my phone of a text message. I was like, ah, who sent me a cock? And I (laughs) open it up and it's Taylor's mangled thumb. And there's just a cut right across the the pad. And it looks painful. It was like one of the worst. Like there was, I think, like three years ago or so i did the same thing with like uh with the knife on my pointer finger and i got myself pretty bad and this one was worse definitely than that like all i've been doing is you know changing the bandages like every four or five hours or so because i guess that's what you're supposed to do um you know how cuts or wounds get itchy when they're healing Hmm. like I could definitely feel this itching more than like the regular little cuts, which is obnoxious. But yeah, I've just been putting like hydrogen peroxide and neosporin and shit. But if it's not, is it infected? Good, does it hurt when like does it hurt to push? Is it red? Um, if looking? I like if I like push at it, then well, it hurts. But like if I'm not like I'm not, not I can sore, move it. Like I'm not tender. fucking. Yeah, like if I like pick something up with my right hand, I'm not suddenly like oh like I just. You know, be like, oh, that kind has of it impacted your kettlebell routine. I bet it has. Yeah, I wasn't able to work out yesterday because I was thinking like, it's probably worth it to because any kind of cut on a finger, you move so much that if you, I didn't want it to be like, oh yeah, well it's not bleeding, so it's sealing up. I'll just go ahead anyway because I knew I would end up tearing it back open and it'd be mm-hmm. like, oh good, I just wasted two days. So yeah, I'm gonna give it another day or two, maybe and if fin- it's not, maybe skip the week. Yeah, maybe skip the week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I won't end up doing Wednesday or Friday this week. Hopefully by Monday it's good enough. And if anything does seem troubling with it this week, I'm just going to end up going to the going to the doctor. Because I was think I always could I catastrophize things so bad in my head, and I don't Mm. know why. When I'll I'll be like, oh my god, like you're going to get like it's going to get infected. You're going to lose your fucking thumb. It's, it's, it's all going to come off. It's, and then like I'll have to like look at myself and be like, what what, are you are you high? What's wrong with you? (laughs) No, of course not. What's the worst case scenario? It starts to hurt and you go to the doctor. You have health insurance. You're an American. You're a white American man. You're going to be fine. <laughs> All right. Don't cut off a black man's thumb just to give it to me. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'll shoot him dead in the street if he <laughs> That's yeah, what I'll the be police like that are guy for. In, like that guy in Oz. I'll have one black thumb and I'll have to hide it when I'm, you know, 
around all my white you supremacist won't, friends. You won't be able to get any rides? Just because. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, don't think so, darky. Is there a guy <laughs> with a black I'm a little thumb? shady about that fella. Well, the gums. He got the gums. Oh. Is Have that you true? Seen this animated, I don't remember anything uh, about that. I, and I, and I, I can't trust you guys because you always try and trick me. Yeah, we're not fucking with you. The, <laughs> the white supremacist gets a black man's gums. Mm. Um, this, uh, this animated thing is really funny. Let's watch it. It's a minute long. Taylor won't care for this at all, but you will, maybe. Uh, I've probably seen it before and didn't like it. I think these all... We'll see. We'll see. Are you... I'm ready. Set. Yeah. Play. Hey, Nate. Check it out. This one's got a big backyard patio, giant board in the living room to throw knives into, <laughs> bike racks built into the wall, metal bathtub for ice baths, big-ass garage for jiu-jitsu, garden in the front lawn. You're into that, right? You like gardening? Yeah, I do. Can we install, like, pegs on the wall to hold our nunchucks? You can. I'm not paying for that shit. That's just like I haven't gotten a paycheck in ten months. <laughs> hey, don't worry about it. I'll pay for it. Hey, where's Caesar gonna sleep? I don't know. I told him we'd give him a room, but he better not come over too often. <laughs> we should, like, put pink sheets and pink curtains in the room, you know, and spray it with... Nasty perfume and shit. <laughs> uh, why do you want to do that? Cause, dude, to keep him away. That motherfucker has a house. And he comes to our place and eats all the food. He gets 10% of my paycheck, and what does he do? He comes all up in here, opens the fridge, takes my food. You know what I mean? I, I don't... I don't need that. Yeah. Fuck Caesar Gracie. <laughs> uh, all right that one's not great but i've watched like eight of these and uh some are <laughs> very good the uh i like the conor mcgregor ones those are funny um the guy who does the voice for conor mcgregor is pretty accurate but the guy there that's, that's, that's doing um nate diaz sounds just like nate i thought i've seen a bunch like. of these they always move too slow for me like they really get into the minutiae of like mma meta and they try to get a lot of inside jokes in that I don't get them sometimes. Um, so I don't know. I, I saw one with Dana White earlier and uh, and uh, and Conor McGregor and like Rocky Balboa and Nate keeps coming in and like beating Conor McGregor up. Like a lot of these were made before Conor came back and like defeated Nate. So like in so many of them, Nate's just like Pow! like Compton slap. He's like Stockton, motherfucker, and like just knocks Conor McGregor out or whatever. It's, it's pretty good. Uh, I. I guess I'm falling for the hype because I'm starting to think that Connor could win this fight against Mayweather. Of course, he could win it. Like, 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 like um, I we just, could talk about that for an hour. A so, month so, ago, so, so we we know what they, what each of them are, but what we don't know is like what they're gonna, what kind of fight each of them is gonna bring to the table. It, you know, we always talk about oh, well, Floyd's this uh, this defensive boxer. Connor can't hit him. What if that's he's not interested in doing that at all? What if he has no respect for Conor McGregor and he comes out super duper what aggressive? What gets and, in his head? You think he, you can because he's Mayweather, right? You know, this is not his first rodeo. This is his fiftieth fight. But Conor gets in everybody's head somehow, and I, everybody though he got in Alvarez's head, he got in Con Aldo's head, he got in uh, Mayweather's head. better yeah, at than Conor is though. Mayweather's. Maybe there's on his Instagram, he, he's like, $10,000 caption contest. And you, like, caption the gif of Connor getting, not, like, choked the fuck out. Um, like, like I, I don't know. Mayweather might get into Connor's head. That's just as likely, I think, as, as vice versa. No, that's never happened. Mayweather has the best defense in that all he has to do is have a couple of his, you know, 
uh, posse, you know, employees or whatever, keep him from listening to interviews because he can't read the articles that uh, <laughs> that McGregor's having put forward about him. And so McGregor's out there reading these articles because you know that these guys are reading feverishly all about the the communities and things sure. that talk about them because they're narcissistic not maybe not narcissistic because they're they're professional athletes and they clearly have an ego that they're really working towards like i think that's a big advantage for mayweather he can't read <laughs> and so he can't be intimidated by text and so mcgregor's over there knowing that he can't throw a monster can at mayweather so he's what's his trick you know <laughs> this is coming from someone who's followed it not at all <laughs> i i used to think because a month ago the talk was Connor might not even hit him once. This is the best defensive fighter the world has ever seen. Connor might get in there and literally just get outstruck like 200 to zero. And now I'm like, Mayweather's old. Mayweather's old. There is going to be a two years. Had finished anybody in like six or something like that. Yeah, hasn't fought in two years. Like at some point, things are just taken from you. You don't know. You did like no one notifies you. You just like. Whatever. Team sparring, though. Yeah, you, you try to do a, uh, a front hand spring, and then you're like, oh, well, I guess I've done my last one. They're not here anymore. The betting odds and the betting odds for like picking the round that Conor McGregor will win in. Like, if 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 you're betting that Conor wins round, uh, the odds are the same for like the first nine rounds, I think. Hmm. Uh, but it's like four thousand to one. So put ten dollars on Conor to win in every round, and if the motherfucker wins in one of those rounds. It's four thousand to one, or something like that. <laughs> really it was that absurd, and it, it goes to five thousand to one if you're betting on Connor to win like the tenth, eleventh, or twelfth. Really? Are you gonna put any on it? I'm gonna bet a couple different weird like bets on the thing. Um, I definitely, there's definitely gonna be a bet that like Connor McGregor knocks Floyd Mayweather out, right? But like, I think the safe money is that the safe money that I would actually pay something is maybe maybe Connor going the distance because I'm not sure that Floyd can can knock Connor out. Um, because Connor's just a bigger guy, and you know all of the other factors that we've laid out there for why Floyd could possibly lose also make it just as likely that Floyd can't knock out a much bigger opponent than Connor McGregor. All right, fighting purists are going to hate this scenario, even being entertained. But let's say Connor wins, right? How much does the UFC have to pay him for his next fight? He wins, he gets a hundred million dollars. I've heard it's a seventy million, eighty million, a hundred million, stuff like that, for fighting Mayweather. Does he go back to the UFC and fight for 10 or 15 million again? He's saying he wants to. Um, it, I don't know what the numbers will be, um, but, but at some point, they, you know, they can't give him all the goddamn money, but they can afford to pay him more. He's not going to get, he knows he's not going to get $50 million to fight someone in the, in the fucking UFC. It's just mm. not going to happen. But I bet if he, if he takes, if, like if, a 25? Uh, if, if Habib beats uh, Tony Ferguson and they do this super fight in Russia, if they go to fucking Moscow, the first pay-per-view ever, coming out of Moscow, he's fighting the Russian Eagle or whatever the hell. I don't know. The pay-per-view numbers might be so big that they can afford to give the man $20 million. Maybe. Maybe. I, 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 I like the scenario you're drawing up. I wonder why Connor doesn't fight in Ireland. It seems like you could have a huge gate. You Who's know? he going to fight, though? you got to have that first. Ferguson. If Ferguson wins, I'm sure that's probably the deal, right? Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the deal. I, like, if, like, if Connor if, fought if, in Ireland, that would, that would be big. Now, the problem is the American market. It's real late. You know, no, no one stays until oh, yeah. 5 a.m. here to watch fights. Yeah, well, well, then, you know, just do it at, like, maybe have the main event. Right? Yeah, maybe have the main event take place at, like, 
5 p.m. Dublin time. Yeah, be an outdoor it's, stadium it's a, that happens during the daytime, a, right? Like, get get one of those giant soccer stadiums. Was it Coker Stadium or something like? I forget the name of it, but where Connor wants to fight, fill the soccer sick. stadium. Have it happen from like 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. and then it, here, you know, it's only uh, midnight, something like that. Be 10 p.m. Something yeah, like that. it's five hours difference. So yeah, but I I really like the idea of uh, of having a UFC fight in a big like like. Like in a football arena, right, or a soccer stadium, whatever. Like where the stands are completely full, and then the grounds are completely full, and then right there at center stage, like Ali and fucking Africa, you've got the mm-hmm. fighters. Like that, that would be sick. Why did they fight in Africa? Do we know? There's a reason. Uh, I don't remember. The Thrilla in Manila. I, I just remember that like Ali went in there and totally won the people over, and he. And he like went super racist against uh, Frazier and like touted him as like this big monkey that he was going to defeat, and uh, you know all the children Ali Bumbaye Ali Bumbaye like the whole fucking cr- like so the, by the time they're in another fucking country across uh-huh. the world, but when it's fight time, they're in Ali's home territory. Like the whole <laughs> crowd is going Ali Bumbaye Ali Bumbaye. Have you seen Imagine the movie Will Smith? Imagine that. Like no, I haven't. But I should. Oh, I Will Smith like kills. It. Will Smith gets big and bulky and does the Kentucky accent. You it's, think he's uh, on steroids? Will Smith? Yeah. I watched, or that, maybe. I don't know. I watched an actor. Shucks, I can't remember it. And it's ruining the story. But I, I was watching a guy who got real strong. And uh, it was a while back, like an older role. And it was like, damn, like that guy's got gyno issues. Like, uh, I think that's what they call it. Gyno. Yeah, they do. Uh, and it means that some steroids will give you like, they're called bitch tits, but the nipples just stick out. It's got a little bit mm-hmm. of girl boob, you know, on a yeah. masculine peck of a guy with like nipples that stick in, out. And uh, Fight Club, this big uh, bitch tits swinging around. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, ah. oh, it was Van Damme. Van Damme, uh, to me, was clearly on steroids in some of those roles. Yeah, Van Damme, I believe, 100% was on steroids. Uh, he was just too shredded. You know, he's just too shredded, and there was so much mass on his small frame. His mm-hmm. his quads, his thighs, and everything were just so massive, like like big and just ripped, like no fat. When he's doing those crazy like, uh, like like not even a split, like like he goes into a split and then sits in it. You yeah. know, like where, like 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 like, like de elevates it or whatever. I don't even know. It's like he his can hips still are, do that. I know he can. That that Volvo commercial was sick a couple yeah, years ago. That's the one. I assume yeah. he can still do it because it's only three or four yeah, years ago. Of course. Yeah, yeah. It seems like he's staying in shape. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that guy took steroids. Like, where like, I'm just from? Like, oh, where, uh, where just I'm like from? and Schwarzenegger. They, yeah, they call it doing a split, and Taylor calls it doing the splits. And I looked it up, and it seems like Taylor's way is way more common. Like, have you ever? Do you have yeah. ever heard people say doing well, a split? Well, I, I always say I always doing a split. Splits. If we're gonna do, if we're gonna do it in my backyard, then I'm doing a split. But if we're watching gymnastics at the Olympics, then clearly they're doing the splits. Hmm. I've always just said it doing the splits. Okay. And I think everyone knows what you're talking about. Because saying, like, doing a split, that sounds like, is that a, like, are you going to be doing something flexible? Are you doing, like, a gambling thing? Like a split? Are you doing, like, I don't know. I've never heard it that way, so it's wrong. <laughs> well, now I know. <laughs> uh. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, that's an hour. Yep. Yep. Uh, Happy Fourth of July, everyone. Yeah. Do, uh, I I know. I just want to do it. I want to do a uh, fitness roundtable. 
you have a weight check-in, Taylor? Have you? Do you know a current? Um, weight? I weighed on Sunday morning, or I guess it was like Sunday Tuesday afternoon, now. and I was two oh five again, which is pretty good considering I uh, I was at my grandma's house on Saturday, and so I ate just an obscene amount of she fried chicken and fried fish <laughs> and you know homemade rolls, just so much good stuff. So seeing that I hadn't regressed at all I was like, oh, all right, there's its own victory, like. I dropped below 170 a couple days ago, so I treated myself by ordering a delicious pecan pie. It'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> It'll be here tomorrow. That's yeah, so I, I, I ordered this thing. Me. It's a pecan pie in a jar. It's a, it's like a, a jar, and you look at it. It's got all this like gooey, sugary stuff and like roasted pecans, and you just pour it in the pie filling and bake it. Like, sounds good. I, I think I'm just. I, there's no world in which I weigh 170. Like right, like that seems really, really light to me. And Taylor sometimes talks about waist sizes. He's like, I have those 36s. They're like my fat pants. And dude, if I wear 34, I have visible abs. I wear 36 typically, and if I, a 34 on me is, is pretty thin. And uh, I don't think I can fit into 34 right now. I'm at 202, so I'm down 18 pounds. And uh, yeah, but I got a lot of compliments on my last video. I guess I hadn't been looking at the camera, and people could see a difference because it was like a time gap. So, nice. uh, Good for you. yeah, and I've been uh, reliable on the, I, I took, I think two workouts off for the kettlebells cause I was sick. It was like two weeks ago, but I'm back at it, crushing it. So, uh, yeah, nice. progress, just uh, slow and steady marching along. Uh, I, oh, and there's one last, like, if you ever had a job where you clock watch a little bit, like maybe you worked in retail or something and like you look at the clock and it's like 2.50 and you're like, oh, it's almost 3. Then you look at it later and it's 3. Then you look at it later and it's 3.10 and you're still like, oh my god, it's been 3 o'clock for 20 minutes now. The time is frozen. This sucks. That's kind of where my weight is. When I was at 2.05, I was like, I'm about to crack 200. You know, it's, it's right there. And uh, I plateaued a little. Yeah, you got to yourself meant that I had lost 15 pounds. That was my halfway point. Like, I really felt like I was doing something. Then 204 happens, 203 happens, 202 happens. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, I've been waiting to crack 200 for a long time now. I thought I was close, and I'd, I I think I, it was two or three weeks ago. And now I'm at 202, and I'm just like, eh, you know. Just, I, I've, been, I've been trying to – I look forward to my weight starting with one. Time for a colonic. Day. Stay the course. Just like on the old right and wrong. Go, go get that <laughs> uh, I, I do not think. What if I, you did go get the colonic and you were one ninety two? You'd be I like, be, I was so full of shit this whole time. I was gonna make that joke. <laughs> I, I yeah I I I also try to do like an honest weighing because I could weigh one ninety nine tomorrow, right? All I need to do is do some cardio in the sun. I'll drop three pounds of water and I'll weigh one ninety nine. But no, I need them to be honest. Wake up. Whatever you were that morning, that's your weight, you know, because uh, not looking. Not, Do you not weigh before to... or after the shower, though? Because because like I weigh after the shower, after I'm as light as I'm going to get. I've 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 mm. I've pooped. I've peed. I've like brushed my mouth out and like, like, like any any anything that was hanging on to me, even even into like microbes, they've been shed <laughs> like, like everything. I've exfoliated that top layer of skin. It's gone. Like so I weigh before my the shower, usually after poop before shower. But sometimes what will happen is I'll like it hasn't happened recently I've been solid but I'll be like 204 and this is a time when I'm expecting to weigh 203 something so I'm like I'm gonna shower up I'm gonna try and lose that two tenths of a pound so that the scale because I ignore tenths you know I shower yeah oh and so now I shower you know whatever it's 
usually I can lose a tenth or something in that shower, hop on again and be like, yeah, I haven't regressed. I'm the same weight as yesterday. Because you don't lose it in a straight line. You know, you might be 203, 203, 202, 203, 202, 202, and now you're like solid in the two. I don't wake up anymore wondering if I'll be two again. I'm wondering if I hit one. Yeah. What's well, so. awesome? Glad we're all keeping yeah. up with this, unlike some people out there. <laughs> Let's end the show. I want to know about this person. Hey! <laughs> PKN 151. <laughs>